Ovidor Hini, this is Saratova, Beth, Parshas, Lech Lecha. Here's a very basic question. What does it feel like to leave behind everything familiar, your your father's home, your birthplace, your everything, your education, your upbringing, the whole thing, the basic approach that you that you had before, and go to an infinitely higher place? Very, we would say, quite scary. Some people like it, but in a way quite scary. When we are, see ourselves going to the Geula, one of the things we need to do is let go of the negative aspect of all that stuff that we got as we were getting to this age and move to a much higher level. Now, what if a person never had anything negative? What if a person had a perfect upbringing, the most loving empowering, wise, intelligent uh, parents and teachers and friends, as if such a person exists, then what would they leave behind? Because in the case of Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu had not not the best role model, so there was what to leave behind. But what if one has perfect role models from age zero to 20? What are you going to leave behind? And really, the answer is that when we go, as we're going into Geula, into Yemais Mashiach, being asked to leave behind the old doesn't mean that there was anything wrong with the old. It's just old, or older, meaning uh, what was good in the 1960s doesn't necessarily apply in the 1970s, etc., Yesterday's perfect is today's imperfect. That's what Geula is about. How do you know whom to trust to guide you from yes, yesterday's perfect? You give it up and you move to today, you move to a higher perfect? Only Hashem can guide us in that. So is it a bad thing to leave behind? No, because Hashem is enabling us to essentially take Everything that we accumulated as we were growing up, and especially all the good stuff that we were given, and bring it up to a higher level. But it requires, when we're doing this mega jump into Geula, it is true that here you are, standing on the floor, and you want to jump to the fifth step, and if you're agile enough, you can do it. Let's say the third step. There is going to be a point at which during which you are hanging in midair. You bend your knees, you crouch down, and you jump. You spring up, and now you're in midair. If somebody takes a photo of you, you ever see those photos, you know, the person going, yeah, and he's hanging in midair in the midst of a jump. No stable reference point until you get to the third step that you land on, and that's your new normal. Last week we talked about that the Avaida of Nayak is Hashem Lulakim, Hashem Lulakim, Hashem Lulakim, bringing the miraculous into the mundane so that the miracles become your new normal. And once they're your new normal, then you, you go up to a higher level of what's miraculous for you and pull that down so it becomes a new normal. So it's one and the same with Lechlecha, or it's similar to Lechlecha. You go to a new normal. You leave behind what was. That was your Elohim. That was your that was your normal basic 
basic level, you let go, you crouch down, you bend your knees, and you jump up. Maybe that's why older people usually often have trouble with their knees, right? Because in order to do that, you have to bend your knees, and it gets harder to bend your knees as you get older, which is interesting. So, But you bend your knees, you and you jump up, and there you are flying in midair until you land on the new normal. And then from there, you'll jump again and jump again. So this is Lech Lecha preparing you to go to an unknown place that's better than before because El Ha'aretha Shara Eka, the land that I'm going to send you to, the land that I will show you. And you Ba'atmacha, you know, Hashem says in his very essence, the top, 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 top level. Hashem says, I'm going to direct you from my top, top level. Just an aside to, to, to comment on that. What does that mean? You know, I'm sure everybody's um, experienced that they paid for a class or a session or a this or a that with a whatever, personal trainer, uh, music therapist, uh, music teacher, uh, therapist, uh, this, that, 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 business coach, you name it, and they feel like the person's sort of distracted. They're like, uh-huh, yeah, 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 whatever. And you see that they're not fully there with you. Everybody's had that experience, you know. You can, you can go to uh, whatever it is. Uh, once went to, I don't know, an exercise class. And you see, and the teacher's answering the phone the whole time. And she wasn't there with it. She wasn't, you know, focused on it. Everybody's had that experience. So you don't want, you know, especially you're paying top dollar for this business coaching. And this is the one session that you can have. And it's, I don't know. $600 for this, you know, they have these coaches that, you know, it's $1,500 for an hour for business coaching. Well, if you're going to borrow $1,500, you certainly want that hour to be them fully focused on you and not thinking about other things and answering their phone and half distracted. So why am I saying that? Because this is it. You know, you're putting your, your life in their hands. So be fully there with me. So why am I saying this? When Hashem is saying, you know, and by the way, in those in those meetings, they'll almost inevitably tell you everything you did until now now is no good. <laughs> you know, I think they get they they're trained in that. Whatever you're doing, they're always going to tell you everything you did until now. Whether your the contractor comes to your house to tell you how how he's going to do your kitchen, they're always going to tell you everything you've done until now is no good. Thank you, and you pay for that. So okay, what is good? Oh, I'm going to give you something much better. Okay, what's much better? So when they're going to basically rip the carpet, pull the rug out from under you, you have no stable reference point. You know, maybe you can be an artist, a musician. They say, no, the way you, the way they talk to you in school, throw it all away. Oh, boy. Okay. Then what will I replace it with? You want them to be fully, fully, fully there in their wisest, wisest, deepest self, taking you to the next level. If you're taking away everything I have, Replace it with the top. Don't replace it with nothing. Leave me empty with nothing. So you can tell from my voice, obviously. I paid for such things and it happened to me. You can tell, tell from the intonation of my voice. So, Hashem is promising Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu, I'm telling you, give it all up. Your old way of thinking, your old mindset, your old way of understanding reality, and the way you, the way you've been trained to be. Give it all up and go to a new place. What's the new place? 
Ha'arthashara'eka, the land, the place, the rasam, the desire, the mindset, the experience, the way of experiencing life, go to the place that I will show you. Which part of me will be invested in bringing you to that place? Not that Hashem could ever be distracted, God forbid, but I'm not going to do it from Elohim or this and that. On the level of Elohim, you know, I'm trying to hold the laws of nature. I'm keeping the laws of nature in place. So, from my very essence, Hashem says, top, top, top. When I'm showing you where to go after I'm telling you to let everything go that you've known of, known about before, I am so fully there with you. Nothing else exists for me except for you. That's my place is my essence. And from my essence, where I am fully you and you are fully me and I am fully engaged in you, I have nothing else, so to speak, on my mind, says Hashem, so to speak. From that place, I will bring you to a new place. So we can feel safe that if Hashem is challenging us with Lechacha, we are safe. We're more safe letting go than hang, letting go of the old than hanging on to the old. Because the old, once Hashem deactivates the old, I, I, I have my second phone just uh, ran out of service and it's deactivated. It's kind of useless. Once, you know, once they, once you haven't paid your bill and they um, no longer activate, they no longer are servicing the plan, it's useless. What is the point of hanging on to it? Who needs the phone? So once the old stuff has been deactivated by Hashem, because he decided, he understands that for my personal geula and for global geula, yalla, we need to move forward. The old stuff isn't going to work for me anymore. Worked so well all those years. Yes, it did. Not anymore. Once he deactivates it, once he terminates the plan on my old way of being, it's just I'm going to go back to it and see that it doesn't work. Which is probably why sometimes we'll have an amazing experience somewhere and then we'll go back and revisit that place and it's not the same. Because it was deactivated. So with all that in mind, a small kitter of the, of the sicha is that in Lech Lecha, really five things are happening. In Parsha's Lech Lecha, it's an unbelievable Parsha. Five, really, five things are happening. Number one, first, the command, Lech Lecha, that Hashem says to That's when he's 75 years old. Then the second thing happens, that Hashem, that he walks throughout the land of Israel, puts his foot on every part of the land of Israel in order to acquire it. And then he gets a promise. Hashem promises him that this land will, does belong to him and will belong to him and his seed forever. That's the promise. So again, first, being told, leave everything behind and go, lech lecha. Then, he walks throughout the land, he comes to the land. He didn't even know where he was going, but Hashem said, just go where I take you. He comes to the land, he walks throughout the land. Then he's promised, this land is yours. And then there's a brick made. Okay, but I need something stronger, Hashem. Can you, can you write a document? So then there's brick made of the sun. There's a, there's a brick, um, a covenant, a document sign, so to speak, that what I'm telling you, that this land is yours forever, I'm 
signing it with a document, so to speak. Bris ben Bussan. And then the last thing is, I'm signing a document between you and me. I will be yours and you will be mine forever. And that's through Bris Mila. And that's the Parsha. So the question is, if that all happened 3,333 years ago, well, no, more. Um, uh, no, 3,000, no, 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 sorry. 3,333 years ago was my entire, more than that. I have to do the math. Um, 3,333 plus a number of years. Um, if that, all, probably plus a couple of hundred years more, if that, if that, oh, I see, one second. That happened in the year, what did we say? 20, 2023 from the beginning of time, and now we're 5781. So let's do the math. So if that all happened then, and it worked, Avram Avinu left, he left his birthplace, he went to the new land, he was promised, we acquired it, we got it, Brith Miller, Brith Miller, son, it all happened. Very simple question. Why are we still reading Lech now? Is it not just a story about then? And what is it for me? And before we answer it, one piece of the answer that will make it more obvious is that Avram Avinu began something called Shnei Alakim Taira. History is divided into three parts. 2,000 years of Taihu, chaos. 2,000 years of Taira. And 2,000 years of Mashiach. 2,000 years of Taihu began when the world was created. Or even maybe before. 2,000 years of Taira began with Avram Avinu. I guess especially with Lech Lecha. It was just around the year 2000, 2023, around then. Around the year 2000, these 2,000 years of Taira began with Avram Avinu. And then 2,000 years later, which was um, probably sometime around the Rambam, 2,000 years of Mashiach. It probably has to do the math again. Probably sometime in the 1200s, I, I once did the calculation. 2,000 years of Mashiach. So, again, why am I reading Lechelcha now? What is it doing for me? With him, what's in it for me? And the truth is, you can't say it's a story. It is a story. But that's a billionth of what it's all about. It's not about him then. That, that was the first step. It's about him then and about me now. And when we read it every single year, it becomes stronger and stronger. It's about me in a stronger and stronger way. So, and Tyra is forever. So, we're understanding. This is it. This is me. I am being told Lechlecha in this very week. I am being told you know your old mindset about how you related to life? Yeah. Well, for the birds, let it go. Let it go. No, it's all I know. Okay, we'll give you something better. Who's going to give me something better? Hashem. I don't know. You think he will? Yes, he will. How do I know? He's, he's talking to me. And he's saying, I will do nothing else. I will, you will be the only one on my mind. And that will be the experience for everybody. And we will do this together. We will move to a, a higher place. So Lech Lecha then was a preparation for Matan Taira. 
Yeah, why am, why am I saying this? Right? Why is the Sikha saying this? Because if Avraham Avinu began the 2,000 years of Tyra, how did he begin it? He began it with Lech Lecha. So Lech Lecha begins the process of accepting the Tyra. Lech Lecha is a preparation for Matan Tyra and Kabbalah Tyra. Meaning, let's say it is a simpler way. You can't have the giving of the Tyra unless you do Lech Lecha. Interesting concept. You can't a real acceptance of the Tyra means mega jump. Okay, so retur- returning to our topic, the the idea that Lechlecha seems to be a preparation for Matan Tyra. It was then, it is now. That means Bonding with Taira, receiving it, having it given to us, it's an experience. We may have never thought of exactly the mechanism of how it works. But imagine if you could do, you know, a, a visual on the computer of, you know, little diagram moving visual, then you would see it kind of like little stick figures, I guess. Here, this, this little figure or this little entity approaches, approaches Tyra and it's kind of maybe somewhat, it falls back and then it tries to approach again and it falls back because it's too weighty. Kind of like, let's say this, like the story of, uh, you know, the story of the, um, what do we say? The fox saw the grapes on the other side of the fence and went through the fence and ate so many grapes and then couldn't come back because he had eaten so many grapes he was too fat. So he just kept being rejected. He would come to the fence and try to go through and he would fall back to the other side of the fence because he couldn't, he couldn't fit in. He was too corpulent. He was too fat. So here this principle is sort of implying, I think, that when I'm going to approach Tyra and I'm feeling the fullness of my old mindset, which really kind of has, from a divine perspective, already worn out, you know, already, um, you know, the SIM card ran out, you know, the SIM card on my old mindset is no longer, it seems very cumbersome at this point. Once upon a time it was, light and trash, and now it's just heavy and cumbersome. It just drags me down. It's, it's just not where the generation is up to anymore. And so I, appro- I approach with a mind that thinks that way. I go up to Tyra, and I kind of find myself kind of bouncing back. I just kind of can't seem to get into the domain of Tyra. So then I try to change my mindset a little bit, and I approach Tyra again, and I find myself kind of falling back. And, and not entering the domain of Tyra, really. And I'm wondering what I did. You know, I became like the fat fox that needs to lose weight. My mindset, all the familiar stuff that, stuff that I grounded myself with, my mindset somehow no longer works with the new frequency. I mean, well, well, everybody knows, you know, you try to use this and this app on your phone, and you don't know what to do, and then you call the company, 
And they tell you that unless you upgrade your phone, um, the app isn't going to work. We all know that. We've all had it. But I don't get it. I was watching, I, you know, I, I used uh, whatever it is. Isn't this, you know, I was watching this sheer on YouTube, and it worked. Okay, but now that they upgraded the technology of my phone, they upgraded, you know, they're up to 12.3, and I'm only 11.7. They almost laughed in my face when I called them. I said, oh, my goodness, your phone is on 11.7. Oh my goodness, of course YouTube is not gonna or if you take I take videos and then they want and make videos of Sheer and then I want to put them up on YouTube. They're like, Oh my goodness, it'll never work unless you upgrade it from eleven point seven. Right? It's never going to work. We all have had that on our phone. So Lech Lecha is saying I'm going to approach Tyler with my old fashioned mindset that I thought was pretty good. It was then. No longer now. The world has moved forward. Tyra has moved up a level. As a result of everything in our de- de- devotion to Tyra, etc., everything has moved up, and we have enabled Tyra to then reveal its higher level and make that accessible to me. If I'm going to approach that higher level of Tyra, which is the only one that's being presented right now, and I'm going to try to enter it, I'm just going to fall flat on my back. Because... I need to empty myself out of the old mindset. It's just not going to fit. The app won't work on the upgraded phone. The app in my brain that thinks a certain way, that relates to life a certain way, will not work on an upgraded Tyra. So Lech Lecha is the, the solution to that problem. Lechlecha, you know, imagine a little kind of cartoon, you know, some little ad, like, if you find yourself trying to approach Tyra, and you really go into its depths, and you just find yourself falling flat on your face time and time again, don't worry. We have a new little tool, it's called Lechlecha, and when you do that, everything will just fall into place. That's it. When you do Lechlecha, Lechlecha was designed by Hashem. It's a command from Hashem that simultaneously infuses us with the ability to do the impossible. Approach Tyra as a person in a physical world with thoughts in my mind and a mindset that I was trained in since birth. And I'm going to approach Tyra and I'm going to look at it in awe and wonder. And all of a sudden this app is activated and I just get emptied out. I'm actually able to leave my old mindset behind. I don't know how it happened. The act just emptied out my old junk. And I approach Tyra and the door opens and they, you know, so to speak, Hashem says, come right in. You belong here. This is your home in Tyra. You just had to let go of the other stuff to enter this new frequency. That's Lachlachah. So the story about Avram Avinu is the template for what we're here to do today. Lech Lecha is not only, you know, you want to say that Lech Lecha is for the people that, in the story, that that didn't fully receive the Torah once upon a time. Everybody was there. That one doesn't, that one's not applicable. Everybody stood at Harsina and received the Torah. So Lech Lecha is not for the people who happen to be busy, you know, off somewhere getting their computer fixed and they didn't realize it was not entire and they missed it. Nobody missed it. We were there. 
The Lechlecha cannot be for the people who didn't have to be there. Everybody was there. The Lechlecha is not only from Avram Avinu, it's for me here now. It's the act. It's the command. It's the mechanism. It's a command which, again, I'm going to repeat it. It's a command which at the same time, the main part of it is not only is it a command, a, a command of Kivoy is at the same time a connection and a A command is three things. When Hashem commands, number one, He commands. That He says, I am Hashem. I'm telling you to do this. That's number one, command. Number two, the same command has another function. It satiates us with kaychus. Not just a command. It's an infusion of kaychus. And we become a number number two. Number three, it's a it, in, it in, infuses us with a deep connection to the, to the one who commands us, to Hashem. And number four, you know, it, it gives us what, really it's free. It gives us what we need to be able to do it. And surely at the same time also arouses the person's desire to do it. Now, I, I, I want to just end, the very powerful tool, I want to just end with the Hayyam Yimach today because, well, today's the birthday of a very special person, Leiba Chayafreda, should have a really, really tremendously beautiful Shnatatlacha, healthy, happy, wonderful life for many, many years to come. Amen. And the Hayyam is exactly this thing. The Hayyam fits exactly, obviously, it fits with Lechlecha because the Hayyam is saying that, that mit, a mitzvah it's tasa. It's the connection. And when you do a mitzvah, you're, you're joined to Hashem, to its very essence. And that's why it says the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah. Because what, what kind of a reward do you get for doing a mitzvah? You become one with Hashem. Well, that's a good reward. You become one with Ein Seif, the one who told you to, who gave you the command. But the way to understand it is, imagine there's a simple person. And there's a great, great scholar. And they really have nothing to do with each other. You know, there's, there's a kid who just started college. And he's not, you know, he's just kind of there, I don't know, his father's the dean or something. He really doesn't even have a head for studying, nothing. He just likes to hang out, you know, and make friends. And he's just there for the social scene. He's a nice guy, very moral. Nice kid, but zero head. You know, he just can't study. He's... And, and there's this brilliant, brilliant professor at the top. So the brilliant professor really doesn't notice this kid. He's a brilliant professor looking for students. You know, or in this case, the Hayyamim is talking about, he has this simple person, and, and he, he looks at the great, great scholar, and he realizes he doesn't exist for the great scholar, not because the great scholar has an ego, God forbid, but because the great scholar, they're just they're not working in the same, they have frequencies. And so... And both feel it, you know. I'm not in his life, he's not in my life. There's no, they wouldn't even consider it. But all of a sudden, this great sage comes along to the very simple person and says, oh, could you please do this? And gives him, so to speak, a command. All of a sudden, the simple person comes into being. Now they have a relationship. And there's a tremendous significance to the simple person's life because the great sage gave him this command. Now they're one entity. 
Now they're one piece. Before there was nothing going on between them. Now they're one piece. He asked him, could you do this, please? Sage asked the simple person, could you do this? And so the simple person comes into, come, becomes a somebody. He comes into being. So what, what the Hayyamim was trying to say is when Hashem, who are we? We're non-existent. You know, kind of cotton candy. Who are we? There's, there's nobody there. It's not, oh, this one's more important, that one's less important. Everybody's just kind of, you know, cotton fluff. All of us. From the biggest to the smallest. Some people are just better at marketing. That's all. Right? Some people know how to learn more languages. You know, big deal. Somebody, I said, it's all the same. Who are we? We're just little created beings. But when Hashem comes along and gives us a command, we come to life. We become one with Him. So now we're no longer a simple little flex of dust, but we're unnoticeable, and essentially we're all the same flex of dust that are unnoticeable. But once Hashem gives us a command, we become one with Him, then we have the greatness of Hashem. Just from that command. He brought us into being with that command. And being one of him, wherever he goes, we go. Whatever he does, we do. His power is our power. And how do, how do they go from being a piece of, a fleck of dust to this omnipotent being, so to speak, creation? Hashem gave me a command. And as the Rebbe says, it doesn't matter whether the command is about a, a, a trivial command. You know, go check your code for shockness. Or it's some very significant thing, you know, you know, initiate this and this project, uh, you know, for the whole world to do that and that. doesn't matter. The command is what does it and brings us into being. So we're going to conclude with this. So Lechacha for us today is that Hashem is saying, when I commanded Avram Avinu, Lechacha, and I command you today, and especially this week, Lechacha, especially after such a fun week of Nayach every year when, oh my goodness, you know, we really get wiped out. When Hashem is commanding us in Lech Lecha to leave behind the old way of thinking, that's only one piece of the puzzle. It's not just a command. That's kind of a little bit tough. Thanks for the command to leave everything behind. That's the only thing I know. Thanks, but no thanks. The sense of, no, 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 that's the least of the issues. Lachlacha is also, I'm infusing you with the ability to do it. And I'm, this command, I'm not just telling you do it. I'm giving you all the tools you need to be able to do it. You're going to be, you are, as I'm saying it, becoming an entirely different person. And not only that, you and I are become, becoming connected, my essence to your essence. So my omnipotence becomes your omnipotence. So the fact that I commanded you, lech lecha, says Hashem, that's the least of the issues. That's a detail. That's just my way. It's really almost Hashem's excuse to infuse us with infinite kaychas and make us into giants. So the least of it is, you know, leave behind everything familiar. The real story is, I'm taking you to a place within Tyra that is beyond delicious, beyond amazing, beyond expansive, beyond miraculous, beyond beyond. It's just it's all of that plus plus. 
and we will always be going there together. This is a guarantee. This is a this is a ticket for you know for life for eternity. We will always go into those places together. You take on Lechlecha, I will take on Lechlecha. We both have we both have our jobs to do in this Bez Hashem. We are going to go into those infinite domains in which we find the Geula inside of Tyra. Personal Geula and global Geula and we, we, we release it. We, we activate it. Including activating in this Parsha what's going to be next week in, you know, what's going to happen in the United States. Which means what's going to happen in the world. We're activating it this week. The old way, the old viewpoint. The whole world is stuck in an old viewpoint. We can activate the whole world to let go of its old old viewpoint. Step into Tyre and to the land that Hashem will show us, the place that Hashem will show us, and land also Eric, the Russian, a new will. Hashem is ready to create a new will in every single person in the world through us. And that's our merit this week to step into that and be the ones, the leaders, who activate a new will of a, a, a new will in the entire world so that the entire world should desire to say and feel and believe and live Hashem Echad Echad and the whole world should desire the Gula Nitzis Rashleimah through Mashiach Tzikini to be a new will now.